Welcome to this episode of Blended, Blessed, and Always a Mess. I'm Eric. And I'm Angie. We are married with a ton of kids. We have six kids total. He has three and I have three. My name's Hallie and I love riding horses. I'm Lexi and I love agriculture. My name's Carter and I love eating. My name's Chase and I love lifting weights. My name's Summer and I love spending my parents' money. I'm Dane and I love baseball. Our show is about our blended, blessed, and always a mess life. And our hope is if you find yourself in the same situation we are in, that by sharing our story, all the fun, and all the mess, challenges we are experiencing, it will give you some inspirations, laughs, and community, knowing you are not alone in this mess. We appreciate you spending time with us. Let's dive in. Well, thanks for being with us this week. Uh, always a pleasure to spend some time with my beautiful wife. It's one of the few times sometimes that we actually get to chat. Yeah, we were just talking about that. It's actually, I had someone ask me this past week at work and during one of our meetings when we we're talking about the podcast, like, how do you find time to record the podcast? And I'm like, I'm actually not sure. We just make it work, but I do actually appreciate the time that we do force ourselves to sit down and talk about hard things. Yeah, because it allows us to do that. And so today we get another opportunity to do that with our fourth crew member to join the podcast. And the youngest. The youngest. So this week, Dane is going to join us. Buddy, how are you? Good. It's great to uh, be with you and have you on the podcast. You know, I know sometimes you feel like you're left out or the last one because you're the youngest. And guess what? I'm not. You're not. No, we still haven't talked to Summer or Carter. Uh, Getting Carter on here could be a challenge because he doesn't like to talk a whole lot, but... Yeah, it's hard to have someone on the podcast if their answers are one word. Okay. <laughs> yes. All uh, right. Okay. That's right. Okay. So, but Dane, a bit more like his dad, bit of a talker. And and so I think, you know, here, here's one of the things that we love so far about doing the podcast is that it does help families, whether they are blended families like ours or the traditional nuclear family, in that I think what we're going to talk about today is really applicable to a lot of families. And that is what it's like to be the youngest, because that is a struggle for you sometimes. Right, buddy? Yep. Okay. And and you're going to need more than one word answers too, (laughs) just so we know. All right. Dane, tell everybody how old you are and what some of the things that you like are. So I'm 11. My birthday's in a couple weeks. It'll be my golden birthday. Oh, Oh, exciting. I forgot about that. We just talked about this other day. I love Cardinals baseball. Play baseball. Just getting old enough to go to the gym. Yes, starting to go to the gym. That's awesome. We'll talk about that during the podcast for sure. Like food? (laughs) No. 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 (laughs) Okay, this is where I'm going to jump in. You like pizza and burgers and chicken fingers. Yeah, and eggs. And yeah, Dane's the one that said he... um, Wanted me to get the regular muffins, and the regular muffins are chocolate, chocolate chip, chocolate chip muffins. <laughs> but I am super proud of him because when we first when we first met from a food perspective, he had only specific things, and now he will at least try everything, even the Hello Fresh meals. We, our, family, our family loves Hello Fresh. Dane, not so much, I would say. Yeah, it's just mid. It's because it's not a cheeseburger. We make a lot of good cheeseburgers with it or the kind of tacos that he likes. You know, Dane just likes meat and cheese in his tacos. If we go to Taco Bell and God forbid they put lettuce on his taco, I mean, he's losing his mind. So there's an area that we're 
we're working on. And like Angie said a minute ago, there's been some progress. Well, his your word, do you remember what your word was for 2022? Try. I like yeah, it. Why did you pick that? Because we did a thing at school, and like we did a, the same thing. They asked us the question, and I picked try because I wanted to try foods, like different activities. Yeah, so I was super proud of him for picking that word because – that is something to focus on for this year. Yeah, for sure. And so I think, Dane, for you, and as we talked about a minute ago, even if it's a, a family, you, you came, honey, from a family of seven, and, and, and being the baby in any family is hard. It's even harder, I think, for you, Dane, because... For a long time, when your mom and I were married, you were always the baby. But then half the time, your you know older brother and sister were gone. And so you were like the only child. And so it, it's an adjustment for you to be one of six. So what are some of the things? I know there's positives and I know there's negatives. And so the great thing about today is maybe you're going to help another kid realize some positives when they're struggling. And that doesn't mean you can't share the negatives because that's going to help me and Angie and maybe other parents work through negatives to make things better. But then also what are some some positives of being in a bigger family from time to time? And I know if you have a hard time thinking of some, I've got some that I can I can share with you. So let, let's just start and let's, uh, let's get rid of that. Let's get the bad stuff out of the way first. All right. What do you think of that's negative when you have such a, when you're the youngest in such a big family? Well, part of it's, um, I don't think I get hurt as much or that I can't do as much as my older siblings like Carter or Chase. And how does that make you feel? Because it does feel you're right. That's when you seem to get angry and struggle. And Angie and I try to pay attention to that. So what are what is going through your mind when you're not feeling heard or when you can't do some of those things? Thinking that it's super annoying <laughs> and that it's upsetting and frustrating and makes me angry. Do you feel like Angie and I aren't hearing you or your siblings or everybody or what? Like everybody. Well, I'm sorry that that happens. We do try. I could tell you, but I know why it would feel that way. Yeah, Dana and I actually, we had this conversation on, uh, we're on vacation, and you were talking about um, it's hard to be heard. And the thing that I we talked about was if you take a moment and look around the table, because a lot of times it's a kitchen table, right? We're sitting around to eat, and everybody has something they want to say, is just recognizing that everybody kind of has the same struggles. Even we talked about this. On our last podcast, we were talking about when we were on vacation, Eric had a topic. He wanted to talk about our mission. Do you remember that? (laughs) And nobody was paying attention. Everybody had their own sidebar conversation. So it is hard, I think, across the board to not feel like you're being heard or that you're being seen. I will tell you, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, Dane, but when I was getting ready to start a family, I really only wanted one kid. You know, at that time when I was younger, I'm like, I just want one kid because I knew what it was like being part of a big family and it was hard to get the attention, right? Because everybody's there fighting for attention, hard to be heard, all of that stuff. And, but now that I have a big family, it's like also now you have this whole team, right? That can be there, even though there's some frustrating parts. We just had this happen last night at dinner too, where you were trying to share and like, okay, just wait just one second. And then, you know, you find the right time to interject, but it's hard. It's totally, it's a challenge. 
And then I think what you're talking about, too, with like, you know, your older brother is being able to do more things than you. I think you're going to see that change a lot over the next year as you become 12 and you get close to 13. Your body's going to change. You're going to start to be able to do more things. And that's why we've started trying to do that by taking you to the gym. Now that you're 12, you start going to the gym and we've snuck you in there a couple of times because we... I hope nobody from Wilson's listening. Yeah. It, we, yeah we've, he's almost well. We've snuck him in a couple of times because he's with us and we, we want him to feel included. And we know that that's an area since we've been going and you couldn't, you didn't feel included. So in the few times that you've gotten to go to the gym, what do you think? What does that feel like for you? And, and, and what parts of that are you enjoying? Uh, I like just I like the environment there. I like seeing everything. The sauna was fun. And I like the sauna. Yeah, I went with Carter today and just doing the stuff that he can do. And it's cool him. that your big brother is showing you how to do the the weights. Well, and so I'm all because I'm the positive interjector here. If you were the only child, you would not have an older brother to take you to the gym. So there are some benefits of being the baby. Ask Jessie, my sister, because she had six older brothers that could go take her places. So that is the pivot there is like now that you are part of a big family and you have older siblings, you get to tack along. And then (laughs) the opposite, you wouldn't have that situation. Now I think it's time to go to the positives. Yeah. What else did you get to do today? I got to go hit with Carter. And that was awesome, right? Because you love yeah. baseball. He's been starting to take you to go hit with him and his buddies more. Yeah. His friend Anthony is really, really good, and he helps us both. And then when we go to Silver Dollar City, I have people to ride with. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I, like, I have people to play ping pong with, or if I'm home alone, I can – if I'm – like, if you guys aren't home, then it's not just me. I can go to Chase's room or Carter's room and hang out with them. And that's really it. In a world where parents work, and and Angie and I work a lot, I think it's great that there are always somebody here. It's very rare that there's only one kid in this home. And so you're right. I mean, it is something where like tonight we had a a work dinner for me that Angie and I went to, and we were able to see on the cameras, you and Chase went out back to get in the hot tub. And I thought that was awesome that you guys were doing that together. Yeah, and the swimming pool, I can swim with my siblings. There's always somebody to play catch with. And, yeah, I can play catch. Well, I'll tell you this. When I was a kid, my younger sisters didn't play ball, so I would have to go out and throw a ball off the brick or off the roof, and that's how I would have to entertain myself. You always have somebody that at least wants to go outside and play play with you, so that's good. And then also there's just times we're home alone and we'll just do dumb stuff, and it's fun. (laughs) I do not want to know about that. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to. All right. So what are some other things, Dane, about being in this family that you think are worth sharing? And it could be good and it could be bad. It's supportive. And in what ways do you find it supportive? In sports or just like in everyday things like going to the gym because we're a team. And, and you've said, we talked about this in one of our earlier podcasts, that you do see it like a team. And, and some players, I know there are times when as a younger person, you feel like maybe you're a bench player. We try not to make that happen. But, you know, there's an opportunity for everybody to get involved and be a part of this team. And I hope that you are seeing that and feeling that as you start to get a little bit older and everybody's really trying to make sure that you feel included. Do you feel all those things? Yeah. And like we just went to camp this week and... My first year before we met Angie, 
it was just me because Carter was too old and so was Lexi. So I was on my own. And the next year, Summer went with me. And then Chase went with me and Summer couldn't. <laughs> That's Angie another story. Made a little mistake. Yeah. <laughs> and then this year, you got to go together. And it was really fun. Okay, well, now you have to tell about the mistake because this is a, this is definitely, this is one of those moments where Angie made a rare mistake and I've never seen her in one of the most upset times I've ever seen. The whole family thought someone died. They thought Grandma Alice died. They all thought Grandma Alice died. Everyone was devastated. Well, I, I just take pride in putting the kids first and making sure that they all have what they need. Maybe a little overkill sometimes, but... <laughs> Yeah, I just, I totally messed up. I had a big, it's probably my biggest biggest parent fail. This was about a year ago, last summer. Yeah, and uh, Chase, we finally convinced Chase to go to this camp. So it was the first time Chase and Summer were going to go together. But Summer has a whole network of friends. And so there was about 12 girls that had all signed up for this camp. I've got the kids all signed up, ready to go. And about two weeks before the camp, I get an email saying, hey, we're excited to welcome Summer to the camp. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Something must be off because it's not the right dates. So I'm still not in panic mode. I'm just thinking, oh, I'm going to call them and have them switch it. Something's not right. I call and they're like, oh, no, ma'am, sorry, you signed her up for the wrong dates. And uh, there's 19 people on the wait list to get her to that camp. Uh, she's not going. Of course, you know, like any any uh, mother would, I tried bribing them. You know, it's a church camp. <laughs> she's so I was really more money. like, can I pay more? She'll sleep on the floor. Like, I don't care. She has to go to this camp. And the response was, if God wants her to go to the camp, I'm like, oh, God, this is not good. It's not good. I'm trying to. And I'm hysterical and I don't cry. She's I crying. I'm so eyes upset. Out. Because I knew Summer would be devastated because now her brother's going. Her, you know, annoying twin brother is going and Dane's going. And she can't go and all of her friends are going. It was awful. The only benefit to it is I was so upset <laughs> that the kids thought someone died. That someone's they all like, thought Mom, Grandma Alice died. Oh, God, that's all it is? You know, and it ended up all being fine. So this year it was exciting because all three of them finally were going to the <laughs> camp and the kids will not let me live that down. But they had a great time, so yeah. besides the lice, but we won't talk about that. And our <laughs> we kids, didn't, did I mean, not our kids get lice. didn't have it, Oof. but it was in their cabin. Yeah. And so it was a little bit of a little tense out. for yeah. a hot minute that we were going to come home to lice, but no, everything was good. They stole our stuff multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> stole the kids' stuff and heated it up multiple times. So they, they made me sleep on a plastic mattress with no sheets, no pillow. Oof. It was. It's pretty bad. But you love this camp. Yeah. Yeah. That, that only happened because of the lice. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a question for you, Dane. What, over the last couple of years of trying to blend the family, what do you think has been the most challenging thing for you? Um, I'd have to say getting along all the time. Like, especially since, like, Hallie's gone. A lot, so I don't really have anything in common with her. I don't know much about her life. Then when we get together for a whole week, there's lots of arguments. Yeah, and I think that's when I was young, older. My sister was 10 years younger than me, and so now we're really good friends. But we weren't back then because I was she was the annoying little sister, and I was going off to college. And you guys are about the same age different. She's almost 21. You're almost 12. So, yeah, kind of similar right now. You may find one day that you guys end up getting along really well, but I understand right now why there's an age gap in that regards. What else? To see everybody have major growth, Chase, Summer, Carter, like sports, and then 
my sister, Lexi, is like one of my closest friends, and she moved away for college, and that was tough. And then everyone, I feel like everybody has like a like a partner in the family, like Hallie and Lexi, Chase and Carter, Hallie, Lexi, Summer. And I feel like I don't really have that with anybody. So, you know, I think there are times where I can see that, but there's also times where it's you and Chase and Carter's left out. Or sometimes it's you and Summer and Chase feels left out. Sometimes you and Summer have really buddied up on things. But I can also see where you would feel, I just want to acknowledge what you're saying, and I can see where, especially the last couple of years, as we look at pictures of just the last two and a half to three years together as a family, obviously being the youngest, you haven't physically grown as much as the other kids have, right? So Carter's gone from 13 to 16, and he's driving and gotten really big and muscular. And then Chase has had this huge growth spurt in the last six to eight months, where now he's as tall as me and Angie and been going to the gym and getting really strong. And so unfortunately, you being the smaller kid, haven't had that growth spurt yet. So I can see where that would be a struggle for you and why I think the gym is going to be super helpful for all of us to be able to connect as dudes. Like I told you guys the first time we went together, the gym should be a safe place for our family where we lift each other up. It's a place where we get bigger, faster, stronger, healthier together. And that's what I want that to be for all of us. So this is something that your dad and I have talked about a lot even at the very beginning when we um, first started, like, okay, we're going to blend this family, is that you might have the hardest challenge to really fully blend for a couple of reasons. One, being the youngest is hard, right? There's a lot of advantages. Depends on what lens you're going to look through, like you and I have talked about. But everybody has a sibling except for you. You know what I mean? So what you just said about, you know, pairing up type of thing, we recognize that, that 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 can be um, challenging for sure. But I will say that the only thing that's constant is change. So as you might be close with one right now, everybody's growing and changing to your point. And so tomorrow it may be completely different because you and Carter may Time keep, flies, yeah. right? And so just to your point, like Lexi's going to be out of the house again and probably not come back because she's living into, you know, moving into an apartment with some friends. And typically once they do that, they're not back. And so, but then everybody ends up finding a new position or a new role in the, in the family. So then that means Carter's now leading from a kid perspective. God help Lord us help all. Oh. Don't follow in his footsteps. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You have to kind of think about it like that, that there's always going to be pivots as we all grow. Your dad and I are still growing. Yeah. And I've seen him take you to the gym. I've seen him go to the batting cages with you now. And so I think that's an area where you guys can can grow together in your friendship as being brothers and, and that sort of thing. So that could be, be really good. Okay. So Angie asked you about what your most challenging thing has been in the last couple of years of blending a family. What do you think has been the most rewarding part of blending this family over the last couple of years? What have you loved about that the most? Probably like three new siblings. And I just noticed like right now that out of all five of my siblings, None of them is my complete blood, so... Oh, I shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dang it, We've you never noticed that. <laughs> uh, okay, all right. Hey, it could be good, too. <laughs> could be good, could be bad, yeah. It's like, I, like it's new friends, like just a never-ending sleepover. 
Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, that's a great that. way to put that. Never-ending sleepover. Yeah. I, I do feel like watching you, you do really, it depends on the day, but you do have good relationships with Summer. Then you do have a good relationship with Chase. Then you do have a good relationship with Carter. And so all those things have gone at different times really well for you. And then, and I would just say this, something you, you don't see yet, but because you're the youngest, we're tired. And so... <laughs> <laughs> you, you probably get away with more than you're definitely more than what Carter got away with. And you've got older brothers that have taught you to game because there's no way I would have been buying you gaming stuff if it wasn't for the fact that Carter and Chase were gaming together. Right. And you couldn't game. So, OK, well, now we're going to get Dane gaming stuff at an earlier age. And Dane's got an iPhone at an earlier age because don't want you to feel left out in those things. Yeah. The oldest, I would say, are always the guinea pigs. By the by, the youngest as a parent, we've got it all figured out for the most part, right? So, there's there's a lot of benefits to being the youngest. Yeah. So I have another question for you. If you had a buddy at school or one of your friends that said, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm joining this blended family and it's hard. I'm struggling. Like, what would be your advice to them now that you're three years into this crazy mess that we have going on? What would you tell them to help them out?" Your almost 12-year-old advice. Try and look at things from a different perspective. Try more stuff like sports or just everyday things. Like things to make them... To get along with. Feel positive and included? Yeah, and get along. Try your best. What do you think about communication? Um, I think it doesn't come as much as at first, but then as years go on, you get a lot closer with your siblings, mm-hmm. then you find out more, and then you feel more engaged in everything. Yeah, because I think the, the cool part of it is, is that this life we've tried to explain to you guys is that life is really hard. And the cool opportunity for you guys is now that there's six of you to be on a team, you know, hopefully long after Angie and I are gone, you guys are still a team because you're going to have time to grow and to trust each other and to care for each other and to know that you're always there for each other. So you're not alone in this mess called life. Uh, you, you have people, siblings that you can lean on. And I do think that's a real positive potential when you guys learn how to communicate and stay positive and be there for each other. Patient, patience is important. So. That's, a, that's a good one for all of us. I think sometimes we lose our patience too. <laughs> so I know some of the other things that we've talked about is I know that there's at times, and believe me, I wish this too when I was growing up with seven kids in my family, is there are times where it's like, oh, I wish I was the only kid because it just feels like that would be easier. Do you remember having that conversation? You've mentioned that once or twice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that happens when it gets hard, right? And you feel like people aren't getting along. or And a lot of it, I feel like when there are struggles, it's the kids actually just, they want to feel like they're part of it and belong and in the family. And sometimes when people aren't, uh, you know, agreeing that that, it feels like, oh God, it'd be easier if I was the only kid. But like Dane and I have talked about, you know, he loves baseball, and I don't I don't know a lot about baseball. I'm not the guru like you guys are on it, but I don't know of a baseball team that just has one kid. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> so, you know, sometimes when we have our deep combos, it's like, okay, but a lot of what you're learning in the family is actually what you're going to learn on a team, too, because there's going to be annoying players on the team, right? Yeah. I, I like everybody on my team, but there's just sometimes you argue more with other players. 
Because I got one really good friend on my team, Owen, we hang out all the time. And we really good duo. But sometimes, you know, just like in this house, some days you get along better with Chase. It's some days you get along better with Carter. It's an opportunity with those other players on the team. You, you're, you get to practice with your own siblings how to interact with other team members. And so then when you're on a baseball team, while you and Owen may be close, you've got to be able to work with every guy on the team. And so. Or else you can't win. Yeah. Yeah. And we are all here to win. Yeah. <laughs> winning's the only fun thing in life. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We're still working through some of that from time to time. Trying to make sure, I would say that is an area that we're trying to help Dane with right now. Is it fun to win? Absolutely. It's always more fun to win. I'm never going to be that parent that's like, it's okay that we lost. But at the same time, I do get, like, if you've tried your hardest and sometimes you just can't win every game. Nobody's ever won every game. It doesn't work that way. It's just not possible. And so it's okay to sometimes give it your all. And the ball just doesn't bounce your way some days. And would you say that that's a challenge for you to get that through your head and to not get angry about it at this age? Yeah, Cardinals are probably a perfect example of that. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at right now. The St. Louis Cardinals, our team here in the Bremer Phillips household, are struggling some this year. And so it is a that's a reminder as well, Dane. It doesn't always go the way that you want it to go, for sure. But they're going to bounce back and win the World Series. So. I hope so. I hope you're right. Okay, so we've been asking our podcast guests what their favorite family tradition is. And so the last couple of years, we've been doing several different things, whether it's on vacation or at Christmas time. What is your favorite family tradition that we've started here in the crew? It's going to be either Silver Dollar City. Oh, yeah. We've been doing that a lot. Or Grandma's Fried Chicken on vacation. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Can't go wrong with Grandma Alice's fried chicken. It doesn't have to be on vacation. She'd sometimes have brought it to our house. How many pieces do you eat, Dane? <laughs> like six or seven. Here's a kid who's a super picky eater. The first time we went and she made fried chicken, I thought, ah, it's not a chicken tender. He's not going to eat it. And he <laughs> tore into that fried chicken. And that has been a staple for Dane as a member of the crew ever since he met Angie's mom for the first time. So... That's fantastic. Well, buddy, you did a great job today. And I'm sure that eventually some kid's going to be like, this was really helpful to me because I have struggled as well. And my hope, you know, you know, let's say a year from now, you come back on the podcast. Let's hope that you've continued to grow maybe physically as much as you are emotionally. And, and you're able to even come back with even more words of what you find to be rewarding being in a big family. What do you think about that? I hope it happens. hope I'll get real strong. Dingers. Hit dingers. I also want to have a stronger like relationship with my siblings and you guys. That's great, bud. We want, we always want that with all of you kids for it to just get better and stronger. So thank you for being brave and being the fourth crew member to join us on the podcast. We are we are thrilled to have you. So. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this week's episode. If you have any questions specifically for Dane, be sure to send us a, a note on our socials. We would love to ask him and get back with you. Otherwise, as always, it is a blessing to be with you. We hope you have a great week and God bless. Thank you for listening to Blended Blessed and Always a Mess. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and at blendedblessedalwaysamess.com. Reach out to us on any of our social channels. We would love to hear from you. Have a great week.